Patrice Carillo here. This is my first podcast ever. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. This is going to be about sharks, just because. So I'm just going to put this out there. I'm not a shark expert. I wish I was, but there's so many things about sharks to know. I don't have the brain capacity to keep all that information. Most of what I say is what I've researched, what I've watched, and some are my own opinions. So yeah, bear with me here, please and thank you. So every year in August, Discovery Channel does Shark Week. There are so many types of sharks out there in the world. Baby sharks, mommy sharks, daddy sharks, Logan Kutcher, Martin Jones, Eric Carlson, Joe Thornton. No, I'm kidding. Just trying to be funny. I don't think it's working out too well right now. Discovery Channel's Shark Week features lots of shark species, but the great whites are pretty much the stars of all the shows. So I'll be talking about them in a little bit after the sand tiger sharks and the tawny nurse sharks. So obviously lots of living things on this planet have families and family dynamics are different, of course, depending on where someone or something was born in and the culture and beliefs in that region. We're all the same, but we're all different. And with sharks, well, you know, Sharks are sharks. They're just there, sharking around, helping ecosystems in the oceans thrive and all that good stuff. But then there's the sand tiger sharks. Baby sand tiger sharks. They eat their siblings in the womb. So it's like, well, hey, you're doing shark things. Okay, that's cool. But we kind of need more sharks now. So if you can stop eating your siblings, that would be great. From Science Alert, sand tiger shark moms can carry up to 12 embryos. They're pregnant for about 12 months, but throughout their pregnancy, the largest embryo would eat pretty much all of its littermates. So that whole process is a sperm war, I guess. Because sandy tea shark moms usually mate with different males. I have absolutely no idea why I just called them sandy tea sharks, but it sounds cool. So I might just call them that for the rest of my life. No, probably not. I won't. They're sand tiger sharks. Back in 2013, Stony Brook University, oh my cousin goes here. Hi Janine, hope you're doing good. I don't know, I don't think you're in the marine biology programs, so yeah, hope you're doing well. So Stony Brook University took some DNA tests from 15 sand tiger sharks that were caught in nets and ended up dying. The test results showed that the embryo left came from the father with the strongest genes, and the losing dads pretty much just sacrificed their own kids to the ruler of that womb. The strongest embryo eats its littermates and unfertilized eggs. This actually lets them grow faster, according to the Atlantic. So by the time the sharks are born, they're pretty much already three feet long. I'm 4'11 and a half, maybe five feet on the dot. Fuck, those sharks are huge. And they're just babies. In another article by The Atlantic, tawny nurse shark babies move around in their mom. Like, they're swimming inside of their mom. Back in 2016, a pregnant tawny shark was getting an ultrasound and Kiyomi Murakumo from the Okinawa Churaumi Aquarium saw that a baby shark was fucking swimming. So just a note, tawny nurse sharks are known to be chill sharks, so they're easy to be around. So it's super amazing how Murakumo was able to see it happening. So unlike the sandy tea shark babies, yeah, I'm just going to call them sandy tea sharks from now on. 
It just sounds better than sand tiger sharks. Tawny nurse shark babies aren't cannibals, but they do eat unfertilized eggs. So that's pretty much why they're moving around. Literally right under the headline of this article, it says, The embryo was caught moving from one uterus to another, likely in search of snacks. That's fucking insane. This article of The Atlantic also mentioned that with another tawny nurse shark, one female had four embryos in her, and sometimes all four embryos would be on or in one uterus, and sometimes they'd split and be in both. Like, fuck, I can't even... I'm, I'm cringing. Major cringe. But this is so amazing in the sense that, damn, how many more animals swim in their mom? This is fucking crazy. I, my mind cannot even process it right now. There's a show called Great White Shark Babies that aired during Shark Week. I just can't remember which year, but it was my favorite episode out of all of the shows that year. Scientists found great white shark nurseries in Baja, California, Mexico, and started to make family trees. They were able to catch some juvenile sharks and get DNA samples from them. After Baja, California, Mexico, evolutionary biologist Toby Daly Engel and her colleagues Mauricio Hoyos and Michelle A. Jewell went to Guadalupe Island next because they found out that the adult sharks were hanging out there. Guadalupe Island was like the Winnipeg Square of the shark world. Adult sharks just trying to make a living, doing what they do, but without the business clothes and without the mean looks when you hold up the line at Starbucks. The scientists were able to collect tissue samples from eight adult sharks and managed to tag three pregnant sharks. Great white shark moms are pregnant for about two years and they don't really stick around for the pups for that long. So it's really hard to figure out which shark gave birth to which baby. From all of the DNA samples they were able to collect, they found out that two pairs of baby sharks that are two years apart from each other are from the same mating pair. So the four sharks have the same mom and dad. A boy and a girl that were just a few months old, and then a set of brothers that were about two years old. Great white sharks aren't known to be monogamous, so the fact that the same sharks banged a few times, this does show that shark numbers are declining. But how amazing is that? Surely it's not easy to just be like, hey, let's figure out who's related. But they did it, and I am bowing down. So that was in Mexico. We're gonna go to Australia now. The Neptune Islands south of australia speaking of australia big shout out well not really a big shout out but shout out to mel and josie from all aussie mystery hours i love you both so much i've been listening to amh for a couple months but i've almost caught up i think i only have five or six episodes left to listen to but you guys put my instagram story on your instagram story and i died a little bit i know you guys don't use your all aussie mystery hours twitter account but i've been tweeting that for the last few weeks just for pod logs for my media production audio class i i just love your episodes so much they're always so fun they always make my day when i listen to them i listen to the quarantine station a lot i just sometimes i want to control alt delete sometimes i want to control z people who are still living but i can't really do that because that would be bad yeah And then you asked what we think happened to Harold Holt, the zesty PM lost at sea. I said that he's hanging out with the Yowies and speaking Latin. But now that I'm thinking about it, he's probably in the Neptune Islands taking care of the sharks. He's the one tagging them and taking care of them and making sure that they're eating right and not getting caught in nets. God, what a fucking dream. That would be amazing. Listen to all Aussie Mystery Hours, everyone. They're they're super funny. You'll love them. 
Okay, back to the Neptune Islands. Cinematographer Andy Cassegrandi and marine biologist Dr. Jonathan Wary have been to the Neptune Islands several times. They've been calling it the Isle of Jaws for a few years now, and they've been documenting each shark they've encountered on their dives there. In the show Isle of Jaws Blood Brothers, I've watched it maybe four or five times now, there are these two shark brothers. Hopefully they are brothers, because if they're not, then this podcast is fucked. But there are these two sharks, and they stick together. They're swimming and hunting together. They hunt like animals on land. It's insane. It's fucking crazy. One shark goes towards the prey and distracts it, while the other one hangs back and waits for the right time to go for the kill. Like that classic stock split up and attack. The sharks actually do look like they could be twins. They have similar skin pigmentations all over their sides, and they have similar marks on their caudal fins. There is a big chance that they are siblings. They would be about two years apart from each other. They would most likely have the same mom and dad. One of the sharks, I wish they had names. It would just be easier to tell them apart. One of the sharks has part of his right pectoral fin missing. The very tip is cut off. Maybe it's been bitten off. It looks like it's been bitten off. And Andy recognized the sharks right away because of their marks and the way that they stuck together. Andy's team also has a shark photo log, so they were able to compare how much the brothers grew since the last time they saw them. The brothers were tagged this time, the previous times they weren't. Scientists from Western Australia were able to tag the brothers and get DNA samples, but most likely didn't know about their hunting habits. God, I wish sharks could just fucking talk and fucking tell us what we need to know. They could just say, hey, we don't give a fuck about the straws. It's actually the nets that are killing us. And it's true. The nets are killing sharks because shark fin trades are still happening. But we're not going to go that sad today. Speaking of talking and telling us what we need, well, me, what I need to know. Holy fuck. Andy Brandy Casagrande replied to me on Twitter. I sent him a direct message asking if his team was able to contact the scientists that tagged the sharks to confirm if they were 100% siblings. This was at 8 in the morning, the first thing I did when I got to school. I wasn't even expecting a response because I know people are busy and they don't always look at Twitter DMs. So I thought I'd give it a shot and yeah, he answered and I'm still freaking out about it. Andy Casagrande said, and I shit you not, I am reading this straight from my Twitter DM. Australian government collected DNA but have not released the results. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god, I got the DM on October 18th, 11.36am. Yes, I took a screenshot of it. I was freaking the fuck out. Like, I was laughing, I was crying, I was just... I was making dinosaur noises like I just I was so happy and people were looking at me like what the fuck is this Krikom kid doing? Sorry if you had to see that last week but not sorry because I have my answers now. They just took a DNA test turns out the results aren't even out for the public to see. I don't know when the results are going to be made public because I am an idiot and I was too busy freaking out to ask when they would be available if they would even be available but i hope it's soon i hope the shark brothers are doing okay i hope they're safe i hope all the sharks are safe there's so much more that people still need to know about their family dynamics that's it for today i think i'm done geeking out 
Don't forget what Rob Stewart said. We still have a bright future if we want it, but we've got to do something now.